2: This is your source for breaking news. And what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show.
1: Three years ago, if you thought it came from a lab, if you raised that... You were called a nut job, you got censored on Twitter, you were blacklisted on Twitter. Do you think that Dr. Fauci intentionally lied under oath when he vehemently denied NIH's funding of gain-of-function research?
2: I think there's no doubt that NIH was funding gain-of-function research.
1: Oh, we cherry-picks, really. What they're describing ironically is exactly what the January 6th committee and the prosecutors in these cases did for 2 years.
2: Now, from the relieffactor.com studios. Here's Mike Gallagher.
3: We are really living through a moment, aren't we? Watching the unhinged reactions to Tucker Carlson's airing of the January 6th video surveillance is really stunning. I think the reaction is a bigger story than the release of the tapes. It's crazy. And, you know, sometimes you got to turn to normal people for reactions. Uh, Joe Rogan is one of the most popular podcasters in the world. A lot of young people, millions of young people, follow him, um, and he's an interesting guy. I mean, he's he's kind of an everyman. He's uh, he was involved in what was it, mixed martial arts and stuff, and he was like a UFC guy and sports guy, and then he. I don't know. I don't even know a lot about his his story or his trajectory, but I know. I mean, he was a stand-up comic and then kind of waltzed into or or walked into, I should say, this enormously popular podcast. And millions and millions of people heard him reacting to the January 6th video surveillance that Tucker has been playing. And I, I think whatever you agree, whatever you think of his beliefs, he's like a normal guy. He's like an everyman, normal person. If this show has any success, a lot of people say it's because Mike Gallagher is a pretty normal guy. He's not, you know, hopefully I'm not pretentious or pompous or, you know, um, I'm just an an everyman, you know. Um, Come from humble beginnings, middle class family in Ohio. Parents were blue dog Democrats. Got my first talk radio job when i was about 18 years old way back in 1978 and i've been at it ever since and i'm i react i think the relatability factor is pretty high um, i never think that my job or what i do is any more important than anybody else's i'm constantly in a state of gratitude that i get to do what i love to do for a living and get paid well for it I have a great life, and I'm continually thankful to God for blessing me with uh, the life that I get to lead. And I hope that you consider me a normal guy. I think Joe Rogan appears to be a pretty normal guy. So here's a normal guy's reaction to what Tucker Carlson has been airing this week on Fox News. Nothing, Nothing was good about January 6th. Let's be real clear. But when you watch the video of that
4: guy being led around uh, through the Capitol building by police, they're basically giving him, like, a tour. They're talking to him and hanging out with him. At one point in time, it's him, and there's, like, six police officers around him, and they're not arresting him. They're not throwing him to the ground. There's no violence at all. Like, I don't, I don't think what that guy did was good. I don't think what any of those people did was good. It wasn't smart to b- barge into the Capitol and take pictures of your feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. B- stupid. It's f***ing stupid. It's a crime. But... They were leading him around like they were hang- the cops were talking to him and hanging out with him. It wasn't they weren't like arresting him immediately. It wasn't like he was this violent guy who broke in and started smashing things. And f- the they, government. they
3: stayed. So wouldn't the, Washi- wouldn't the Washington Post find that interesting? Don't you think aren't they inquisitive at all about why the Capitol Police were leading the QAnon shaman around? Well, here's Eugene Robinson, one of the superstars of The Washington Post on MSNBC or, or MSNBC last night with Chuck Todd. Um I I generally don't um
2: I like a whole lot of news covering news mm-hmm. you know news people could be because at the eating the this but, morning we had a huge but you traumatic. can't you can't say what Tucker Carlson is doing is news. I mean it's politics. Mm-hmm. It's not news. It's propaganda. It's it and so it's something that you have to cover. Um and it's it is, it's shameful, it's disgusting, and it's dangerous.
3: Shameful and disgusting and dangerous. To show the American people video that evidently the QAnon shamans' own lawyers weren't given access to. Which is going to be really interesting in a court of law. I watched the attorney for Jacob Chansley last night tell Tucker Carlson they never saw that video. Because the January 6th Select Committee evidently withheld it from them. How can they do that? Isn't Eugene Robinson interested in that? Doesn't Eugene Robinson think that's news? How could it not be? Now, you know, most people have been in total agreement with me in my reaction to what we've been witnessing this week on Tucker's show. If you're not, I really hope you'll call me. And I mean it, 1-800-655-MIKE. I really hope you'll give me a call and you'll explain to me how it's dangerous and disgusting and wrong and immoral and inappropriate for Tucker Carlson to air previously unseen video from that awful day. And I'm like Joe Rogan in terms of understanding it was a bad day. It was an awful day. There's nothing good about it. It really wasn't. I'm sorry. People acting violently and people breaking windows and fighting with cops and all the crap that took place that day. But two things can be true at once. You can acknowledge the awfulness of the way some of the people at that rally reacted and and behaved, and you can say, wow, there's... Officer Sicknick walking around directing protesters through the Capitol. Wow, there's Jacob Chansley, the the QAnon shaman, being escorted essentially through the Capitol by up to nine armed Capitol police who made no effort to arrest him. They made no effort to take him out to you know outside to direct him to an ent- an exit door. They walked with him. Helped him. Helped him enter the floor of the Senate, walking alongside. Isn't the Washington Post interested in that? How could you not be interested in this? And so let's dive in together. Eight hundred six five five Mike. You know, there's a there's a phrase called exculpatory evidence. If the January 6th Select Committee withheld crucial evidence from the defendant he might have his whole conviction thrown out and then might be filing a big, fat lawsuit. He might wind up getting rich over all this. I don't know. I'm wondering. And I'm asking you what you think. And I again, I really do want to hear from people who disagree with me. If you're with Eugene Robinson and Mitt Romney and Tom Tillis, it's BS. If you understand the pushback... Please call me and tell me. Let's have a reasonable conversation about it. I look forward to the, to the debate. 1-800-655-MIKE. One open line, 800-655-6453. Welcome into a Thursday. We're in the ReliefFactor.com studios. Want
2: the Mike Gallagher Show 24-7? There's an app for that. Go to MikeOnline.com.
3: Today, we're partnering with Food for the Poor to provide urgently needed food to some of the most impoverished countries in our hemisphere. I've traveled with Food for the Poor. I am so impressed with this organization. They're a great Christian ministry. You know, it's hard to imagine the impact interrupted planting cycles, rising food prices, and the lingering impact of COVID have on families who could barely feed their children to begin with. Today, a meal-for-meal match means that your one-time gift of $144 provides a family of four with food for a year you know how good that's going to make you feel? Two meals a day for the next year for a family who struggled to get even a handful of rice or enough corn for a tortilla. Now, there are several ways to rescue a family through our campaign. You can go to MikeOnline.com, click on the red Send Food banner at the top of the page. You can text the keyword Mike to 91999. We'll send you back a link to make your life-saving gift. Or just give them a call. My toll-free number is 844-860-HOPE. That's 844 844-860- 860 4673. Food for the poor. Help us help them today.
1: The Mike Gallagher Show. So it's actually not about left and right. It's not about Republican and Democrat. Here you have people with shared interests. They're all in agreement with each other. They kind of outed themselves. They sort of showed their membership cards and whatever club this is to the public. So keep a list. If you want to know who's actually aligned, despite the illusion of partisanship,
2: we found out today. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's
3: Mike. This portion of our show brought to you by Fellowship Home Loans. Call eight hundred five ten mike or go to com slash Mike G. Welcome home, Fellowship Home Loans. I admit I really like this text message uh, feature that we have here on the show brought to you by MyPillow. Here's a text from Bobby in Arkansas. Mike, I haven't seen you in person in over three years. I'm watching you today on the Salem News Channel app. And you look so good, you look like an entirely different person. Well, that's what over 50 pounds of weight loss can do for you. And I got my new outfit on. I bought some clothes a couple weeks ago in Clemson, South Carolina, a great men's clothing store called M.H. Frank. And boy, did I go nuts. I went and bought all... You know, there's no clothing allowance around here at Salem News Channel. I buy my... Hey, Carrie Pahagian, come on, let's get a clothing allowance going here. I dropped a pretty penny because it's a great store. I got friends who... I've shopped there for years, and uh, I'm wearing a good-looking, I think it's a nice-looking plaid. I've never been good about mixing stripes with plaids, but today I got a striped shirt on and a plaid coat. Jay over at uh, MH Frank assured me that this works. I think it's a pretty good-looking outfit. Do you like it, Tracy? I think it looks pretty good today. A little springy. Spring has sprung. We're in our spring campaign with Food for the Poor. Got a nice note from Helen saying she just donated $150 in honor of her granddaughter, um, Toby. So that's pretty neat. Thank you, ma'am, for helping to save children's lives. Go to MikeOnline.com. Click on that um, Food for the Poor, Give Hope, Give Life, Give Food banner at the top of the page. Uh, We've had a couple good days this week. Let's keep it going. Um, I also got to worry. Speaking of losing weight, I have to... um, you gotta find a trainer. Rachel, my coach at PHD weight loss, keeps telling me, "Mike, you've lost all this weight, but you've got no you're losing muscle mass." And I don't know how to lift weights. I have no idea how to lift a weight. I'll kill myself. I need somebody to show me how to do it. So, and it's hard to find. I mean, I don't want to just find anybody. Gotta be somebody good, but somebody who's not going to, you know, beat me up. Some of these trainers are like drill sergeants. But surely in the Tampa Bay, St. Pete area, there's a good personal trainer who might not be a crazy far left loony, somebody who might want to work with uh with me and get me some muscle mass. <laughs> I need to beef up. I gotta bulk up a little bit. They're worried. She says I'm gonna wither away. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. Hey, if, if there's a trainer out there in the Tampa Bay area wants to work with me, you send me an email or a text. Mike at mikeonline is our email address. Mike, watch I'll get some I'll get one of these stalkers. What about that woman in Tierra Verde? You think she's a trainer? What's her name? Angeline. We haven't heard from Angeline in a while. She's kind of gone gone uh, silent on me. She's gone dark. She's probably a personal trainer, and then she'll change her name. She'll say, hello, my name is Kitty from Tierra Verde, and I'll, I'd will i like to be your personal trainer. I'll figure it out. As long as she says Tierra Verde, because that's where she This woman write, used to write every day about how evil I am. I'm a racist. I, why can't she call on a day like today when I want just one caller to tell me that you agree with the pushback that Tucker Carlson is getting over this January 6th coverage. All I need is one caller. I've got one line. In fact, Tracy, hold line three open. Surely somebody in America thinks that all, these, all this criticism that Fox News is getting over the January 6th Tucker Carlson episodes is correct. What are you critical of? You don't want truth? You don't want to see things you hadn't seen before? Don't you think truth is power? Don't you think knowledge is important? Tell me, please, why you would disagree with Tucker Carlson airing this January 6th. What's the criticism exactly? Because I'm not sure I get it. And if you can, and I promise you, I'll be fair, I'll be respectfully. I mean, we've got a poll up right now at MikeOnline.com brought to you by Birch Gold Group. The Birch Gold Survey of the Day, was Kevin McCarthy correct in releasing the January 6th surveillance videos to Tucker Carlson? We've had hundreds of people answer the question at MikeOnline.com. You ready for this? 99% have voted yes. 99%. So, hey, if you're 1%, please call me. I'm I, I would. I, I'm genuinely curious about why people are criticizing Tucker and Fox News. 800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. Here's a text from Norm in Arkansas. I think Fox News is lukewarm as a channel about Tucker's videos, because they've become anti-Trump. And they know this will help him. Well, that may be it. That may be it. Eight hundred six five five 655 mike Oh, look at this nice text. Great look, Mike. Love the shirt and the jacket. They do go great together. Great choice of colors, too. Well, I didn't do it. Jay did. Over there at uh, M H Frank. John's in Detroit. Hey, John, thanks for your patience. Welcome to the show.
5: Hi, Mike. Hi. Hey, I'm I'm 72 years old, and I can bench press uh, 81 pounds 10 times. Will you be my? You need to be my trainer. Will you teach me? I, I would. I would. I'd love to. That'd be because, fun. Because uh, weightlifting increases your brain power.
3: Yeah, that. Well, that's what Rachel said a PhD that I I got to get on the weights, or I'm just going to have nothing but jello, you know, for arms and legs. I got to get going. I gotta. I gotta start doing some. So so how much? How much? How much time do you spend in the gym?
5: Uh, probably, let's say about 40 minutes. Daily? I'm only, I'm only allowed. I've got some heart problems, so I can only lift, my, my doctor doesn't even want me to lift late weights.
3: Interesting. Yeah, interesting. I was
5: lifting uh, 97 pounds, and he told me to uh, reduce.
3: Wow, interesting, get, interesting. Get down,
5: I said, I was, I was mad. Yeah, I bet I you were. I was absolutely mad. So I you wanted do, to keep lifting 97 so you're, pounds So But you're times. spending
3: 40, 40, you spend 40 minutes every day or every other day?
5: Uh, well, I do I do weights every other day, and I then I you. do regular exercises uh, in between.
3: Good for you! I'm I, I'm really proud of you. Way to go! It John. really
5: works. Yep. good. Yep. I mean, it keeps you sharp. You can get up early. You got more energy. Love it,
3: love it. Well, I'll keep you posted. I'll let you know how how it goes. I got to get on it, so I appreciate hey,
5: it. Chuck Schumer coming on TV and attacking Tucker Carlson is going to get everyone to tune into his show. I want to see the ratings. I want to
3: see Fox ratings. Oh, I can give them to you. You want to know what happened night two, Tuesday night? Listen to this. Fox News primetime, their ratings, they scored six times more viewers than CNN in primetime.
5: Oh, wow, it's how much of an increase was that of how much they usually Dramatic,
3: hit? about 100% increase. Wow. Yep, yeah, yeah, no, the ratings are huge, John. Thanks for the advice, too, on the weightlifting. I'm going to do my best. 800-655-MIKE. Bill's giving me some advice on the MyPillow text line from Dublin, California. He said, my two cents, lots of reps, 15 to 20, light weights to start. Oh, trust me, I'm going to need a light, I'm going to be able to lift a pencil here. When your body gets used to the weight loads, then slowly increase the weight and decrease the reps. Got it. All right, let's, let's dive in. We got somebody on line three, Patrick in Missoula, Montana. Patrick, I'm grateful you called. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Good. Thank you for, for, for being willing to, to engage with me on this. Tell me why you disagree with, uh, with the airing of these videotapes on Fox News. When
5: McCarthy turned it over to Tucker, which is Fox News, he turned it over to the Murdochs. So the Murdochs now control... What Tucker puts out, I think he should have said I think he should have put those tapes out to a number of different outlets.
3: Well, I mean that, and that's a that's a good argument. A lot of people have said it should have been a widespread. But the actual airing of it isn't problematic, is it? Oh no, yep. no, I think it should be aired completely. Gotcha. All right, good, a good position. I appreciate your call very much. Eight hundred six five five Mike Jeff in Sacramento. Hey Jeff, you're in the ReliefFactor.com studios. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, Good morning. Hi. Listen, in um, Germany,
6: there was a lady by the name of Lenny Reifenstahl, and she was a Nazi propagandist. Um, She made the movie called Triumph of the Will. This movie convinced Germany to accept the white Aryan nation. Okay, and then, of course, we have Hitler come in and and do what he did. There's nothing different here with our media and the left. Um, The politicians are only picking out what they want the, the Americans to see. And now we see the evidence that's out that there wasn't an an insurrection. And yet they're going to do whatever they can to um, back up their claim that this was an insurrection, continuing some brainwash instead of getting down to the facts of we really need to look what happened. They're covering up. This was nothing more than a coup. They took over the Capitol, kicked Trump out, and they're trying to – Erase anything that's happened.
3: Well, I'm not sure they kicked Trump. I don't know they kicked Trump out. But here's what's amazing. Here's a guy, Jacob Chansley, who's rotting in prison four years, and his lawyer didn't get access to the exculpatory evidence showing the Capitol Police escorting him pleasantly through through the Capitol. Isn't that interesting to the mainstream media? Don't they find that newsworthy? How could that not be newsworthy, Jeff? It is newsworthy, and the Capitol Police were used. I
6: believe Antifa was used. Um, you know, look, insurrectionists, people that are trying to take—they don't. The people wearing the backpacks and the helmets—that's Antifa. Anywhere you see that, that's it's all Antifa. Well, the garbage. best line what of what the do. best
3: line of the night, Jeff, was Tucker pointing out uh, the accusation now that people are coming up with against Tucker was that he somehow cherry-picked videos that there were videos that he's just, well, yeah, what's he supposed to do, play 44,000 hours? He's showing what we didn't see. He's showing Officer Brian Sicknick walking around directing protesters through the Capitol. He's showing Josh Hawley running with a group of senators, not by himself, like like Mr. Scaredy Cat Coward, the way they tried to mock him and, and characterize it. They didn't show that part. He played the, I mean, he even played the portion of Trump's speech where Trump urged people to peacefully protest. They never showed that. You want to talk about, as well, Tucker put it better than I could.
1: Oh, we cherry-picked. Really? What they're saying, ironically, what they're describing, ironically, is exactly what the January 6th committee and the prosecutors in these cases did for two years. They selectively picked small segments of tape to convince Americans that January 6th was something that it wasn't. It was awful. We would not defend that. We hate vandalism. We hate assault. Was it a violent insurrection? It was not. Was it a killing of five officers in the Capitol? It was not. Those are lies. And they buried tape that contradicted and revealed those lies. So all we did was play the tape that they had been hiding for 26 months and show that there were American citizens, Jacob Chansley specifically, and others whose civil liberties were annihilated. And you can make your own rational judgments about what that means. Do you want to live in a country where that's possible? They don't care. Neither party in Washington cares. In fact, the leader of the Senate Democrats, Chuck Schumer, just joined the leader of the Senate Republicans, Mitch McConnell, in calling for this show to be pulled off the air. Now, that's not an argument based on logic. (laughs) It's based on hysteria and the shame you feel as a weak and terrified person when your lies are exposed.
3: He's so right, and it is uh, hysteria. And what's the hysteria steeped in? It's steeped in fear. They are afraid. They're afraid of truth. Speaking of Mitch McConnell, he was hospitalized last night. He fell at a D.C. hotel. The 81-year-old Senate minority leader was having dinner at the hotel when he took a tumble. Uh, So far, no word on the extent of his injuries. Obviously, everybody is praying for and wishing for a speedy recovery. Um, But, you know, a couple of people have emailed me already and texted me saying, this is kind of a bitter reminder that we got to get younger people in leadership positions in America, whether it's president, Senate Majority Leader, Speaker of the House. Um... And thankfully, Kevin McCarthy's a young guy. So, bad news for Mitch McConnell. Hope he gets better soon. 12 before the hour, eight hundred six five five 655 mike Here's a headline that got my attention from the New York Times this morning. The debate over COVID's origin. That's from the New York Times. That and a whole lot more coming up.
2: Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show Podcasts and stay current with all the important moments from the show. It's breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show Podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show Podcasts today.
5: Tell
3: My Pillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped My Pillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you, a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as twenty nine ninety eight with our listener promo code Mike G. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on Earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Use the promo code Mike G or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code MikeG. Mypillow.com, promo code Mike G. MyPillow.com, promo code Mike G, or call 800 928 6034 like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world is mypillow.com. Promo code Mike G.
2: This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show.
1: Three years ago, if you thought it came from a lab, if you raised that, you were called a nut job. You got censored on Twitter. You were blacklisted on Twitter. Do you think that Dr. Fauci intentionally lied under oath when he vehemently denied NIH's funding of -of gain-of-function research?
2: I think there's no doubt that NIH was funding gain-of-function research.
1: Oh, we cherry-picked. Really? What they're describing, ironically, is exactly what the January 6th committee and the prosecutors in these cases did for two years.
2: Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher.
3: There's a lot of breaking news yesterday. The former CDC director uh, testified about what he said is the cause of the greatest pandemic the world has ever seen. Um, talked about gain-of-function research. He believes it was due to an accidental lab leak in Wuhan, China. Are they going to take any responsibility for what the world has been put through as a result of coronavirus? Also, Mitch McConnell last night took a tumble. He fell uh, while having dinner In his hotel, he's been taken to the hospital. He has been hospitalized. No word yet on his condition. We'll bring you any updates as we receive them. Um, And another powerful takeaway from last night's Tucker Carlson Tonight on Fox News, where he revealed that the lawyer for Jacob Chansley, the so-called QAnon shaman, was not given access to potentially exculpatory evidence, the, all the video that Tucker's been playing showing Chansley, the guy with the big horns, you know, and the face paint, walking through the Capitol, escorted by Capitol Police. Why were they doing that? Anybody that that had, doesn't have an agenda here, and I don't have any agenda. I got no dog in this hunt. I got people mad at me because I refuse to pretend that there was no violence on January 6th. Well, of course there was violence, you can see with your own eyes. People get mad at me for saying that no Trump supporters were involved. Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed, the unarmed Ashley Babbitt, I would point out, trying to crawl through a, a and breach a, a barricaded area, crawling through a broken window. Um, She was a Trump supporter, diehard Trump supporter. She wasn't Antifa. So, you know, a lot of kind of ridiculous things have come from January 6th. But also ridiculous is wondering why Capitol Police officers were so cooperative with so many protesters. And that's a reasonable thing to say. And here's a big revelation last night. The lawyer for Jacob Chansley told Tucker Carlson, no, we were not given access to the videotapes that you've been playing on Fox News. That's a big story. And for some reason, the left is livid at these tapes being released. Here's Whoopi Goldberg yesterday on ABC's The View. Check this out.
7: question. I have a question. How come this is not thought of as being Recruiting. How come they're not thinking about like this as radicalizing? radicalizing. Why isn't why is why is this not being scrutinized the way that they scrutinize other? Yeah. Uh, no, things it, because to me this is this should be against the law. You should not be able yeah. to lie to lie to the American knowingly. It, you know, it's one thing if you made a mistake and you didn't know, but we heard for five or six years how you know the media was yeah. lying like a do. They were. Fake news, they would. So, how come? What is that? What is our? What do we do as Americans to to say this is not okay?
3: She's talking about Fox News airing previously unseen videotapes. Now, I know you'll dismiss her as one of the dumbest women on TV, and she's an actress and she's a comedian and all that, but you know she's got a platform, and she's literally wanting. Fox News to be shut down and prosecuted as domestic terrorists. You, you've got to help me understand what the argument is against truth, against the light of day, against transparency. Kevin McCarthy was asked about this, and he gave a great answer, very solid answer, in terms of why did you reveal or release these tapes? To Tucker Carlson, and his answer was real simple: I believe in transparency. Let the American, let the American people see it, and let them decide. How? What's wrong with that? I can't get anybody seemingly to call me and explain why Whoopi Goldberg is right. I can't get anybody to tell me why Joe Biden or even Mitch McConnell are right. Why why is it okay to be in the dark? How can all these lefties suddenly stick their head in the sand when it comes to revealing something about January 6th that we didn't know? And that's what Fox News has accomplished this week. We have major takeaways. There's Jacob Chansley walking around with, with police officers. At one point, Nine police officers were looking at him as he's strolling through the Capitol with them. They didn't arrest him. They didn't stop him. They didn't detain him. They didn't point him to the exit. Here was his attorney last night with with Tucker Carlson in in something that everybody ought to be interested in. Right, left, this should defy politics. Aren't you interested in
1: this? If you could just restate... Clearly, just to make sure that, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Had you seen that clearly exculpatory tape of your client at trial?
7: No. We went through extraordinary efforts on behalf of our client to put him in a position of knowledge. That's my duty as an agent of the court, to make sure that he knew everything that the government had, good and bad to put him in that position to make a learned, informed, voluntary decision about whether to go to trial or take a plea. And remember, this is a man who had tremendous intelligence, very gentle, very, very articulate, who was diagnosed 15 years earlier by by the government with a mental health issue. And the government knew that. The government knew Through three hearings, when we begged and pleaded to get this man out of solitary confinement, literally falling into an abyss mentally, and through each of those three hearings, that government assistant U.S. attorney knew the most important aspect of that hearing was that Jake was not violent. The government knew they knew that jake had walked around with all of these police officers they had that video footage i didn't get it it wasn't disclosed to me it wasn't provided to me i requested it i filed the requisite pleadings for it and whether i did or not they had a duty an absolute duty with zero discretion to provide it to me so that i could share it with my client
3: his client got four years in prison Four years in prison. Do you realize what a big deal it is that they didn't share the video with Jacob Chansley's legal counsel? That was attorney Albert Watkins. Now, that's a big story. Uh, Eugene Robinson over at the Washington Post went on NBC yesterday and said that what Tucker is doing is propaganda, shameful, disgusting, and dangerous. Wouldn't you think a reporter would be interested in the January 6th committee not sharing exculpatory evidence? They're required to do so by law. I'm, I'm still on a hunt. It's very hard and very difficult to reconcile what we're seeing. You know what's a, a challenge for me? Finding somebody who disagrees with me today. I can't find anybody to disagree. Maybe Michael here on line three. So we'll talk to Michael in Springfield, Pennsylvania in a minute. Because maybe, finally, we found somebody who thinks that the criticism of Tucker Carlson and Fox News over this is justified. So get ready for my exchange with Michael. That's coming up here in the ReliefFactor.com studios. In the meantime, if you'd like to join us... I hope you do. 800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. The
2: Mike Gallagher Show is now on TV. Watch the show every weekday on Salem News Channel. Stream anytime on any device. Find us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Google TV, Apple TV, and more. Or just go to SalemNewsChannel.com. The Mike Gallagher Show, now on TV. This is your source for breaking news. And what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show.
1: Three years ago, if you thought it came from a lab, if you raised that, You were called a nut job. You got censored on Twitter. You were blacklisted on Twitter. Do you think that Dr. Fauci intentionally lied under oath when he vehemently denied NIH's funding of -of gain-of-function research?
2: I think there's no doubt that NIH was funding gain-of-function research.
1: Oh, we cherry-picked, really. What they're describing, ironically, is exactly what the January 6th committee and the prosecutors in these cases did for two years.
2: Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. (laughs)
3: Boy, we're getting a whole lot of uh, revelations this week, aren't we? Last uh, night, part three of Tucker Carlson's January 6th tapes, and he sat down with Jacob Chansley's former lawyer, who confirmed that he hadn't gotten access to the surveillance videos that Fox News has been airing. There's a lot of mystery about the fox i mean listen fox news is in the hot seat right now there's no question they're coming at them from all ends from all sides the left would like nothing better than to take fox news down tuesday night fox news posted ratings that were 6 times the ratings of cnn they beat <laughs> they beat fox fox news beat cnn in primetime 6 to 1 Tuesday night. Tucker's getting incredible numbers, four or five million people, which are unheard of numbers for cable news. You know, people are interested in this. It's a big story. Um, I think people are also intrigued by the sort of uh, the palace intrigue about Fox News as an institution and the way they're handling the January 6th stuff. For example, here's Megyn Kelly on her podcast. Megyn, of course, was a a big star with Fox News for years before she went over to NBC. Uh, Now she has a very popular podcast. And uh, she asks a very intriguing question about why Fox News isn't running with the January 6th surveillance scoop. And this is a scoop. Any way you slice it for Tucker Carlson, any way you look at it, it's a big deal. Why isn't Fox going with this morning, noon, and night? Here was Megan yesterday on her, her uh, podcast and a radio show on Sirius XM.
8: Um, according to Mediaite, and already I can see their report is half wrong, they say that the rest of Fox is not covering this. I think they also said Hannity and Ingram ignored it, which isn't true. Ingram, you know, as you point out, did have somebody on uh, as a follow-up. But I think it's true that most of the Fox Day side is not covering it. Brett Baer did one report uh, using their Capitol Hill uh, producer, Chad Pergram, which included some of the criticism. But it's not like I mean, trust me, I worked at Fox for many years. So if somebody gets a big, big scoop, you you know, you you ride it, you ride the wave, you you blanket the channel with it. You have it exclusively. It's yours. Nobody else has it. Um, The fact that it's not ubiquitous across the channel definitely says something either you stand by it or you don't either it belongs on the channel or it doesn't, you know, it, either if Tucker airs it, it's, it's fair game for the channel. You can't just have like run and hide. Once he breaks this big story, it's like, Oh, it's not happening. That, that makes no sense to me. Doesn't make any sense to me
3: either. I'm not sure. And I don't have any inside information. I mean, I've lost contact with a lot of my friends I had over there for years uh, from the time that I spent in the past as a Fox News contributor. I know they're definitely under a microscope right now with the lawsuit. Lawsuit, you know, revealed embarrassing text messages and all between Tucker and Sean and Laura and everybody. I mean, the whole thing is kind of an unholy mess. And meanwhile, they keep, I think, laughing all all the way to the bank because they are still... Far and away, the most popular cable news network in America. They're just going to be second-guessed by everybody who hates them. Um, it, it's in, I mean, I wondered. I've shared with you a couple weeks ago when Fox or when uh, Trump went to East Palestine, Ohio, the day of the Five, one of Fox's most popular shows, including Janine Pirro, who's as big a Trump fan as you'll find. They didn't even mention a word of it. They didn't say one word about Trump going to East Palestine, Ohio. It's as if Fox institutionally is trying to thread the needle here a little bit. They, they know they got to cover him, but maybe they don't want to cover him. I don't know. I have no idea. I know that competitors of Fox are flipping out over this, and I, I just think this is one of the most, one of the wildest things I've ever seen the criticism that Fox is getting for airing these surveillance videos. It's amazing to me. There are all kinds of huge, profound takeaways. Bombshells. Watching the QAnon shaman, who is described as the face of the insurrection, strolling through the Capitol, escorted by the police. That's a big deal. At one point, he crossed his past with about nine Capitol officers all armed to the teeth. None of them made any effort to arrest him or detain him or stop him or even question him. I, I don't know. what You're, you're going to argue that's out of context? If he's where he shouldn't have been, and he was, he had no business being in that building, he entered through a broken door, certainly what he did was wrong, if it was, if he's the face of the insurrection, wouldn't you want to arrest the face of the insurrection while you can? While he's strolling through, trying to get onto the floor of the Senate? He was led onto the floor of the Senate by Capitol Police. That's a huge story. Yet, you know, the Fox critics think it's terrible and egregious and awful that these videos are even being played. Here's a, an MSNBC contributor, Charlie Sykes
1: with Joy Reid last night. None of this would be happening if Kevin McCarthy had not, when he was in that process of self-gelding, surrendering to the Freedom Caucus. um, One of the deals he made was that he had to give Tucker Carlson all of these hours. So here you have the House GOP Joined absolutely to what Fox is doing and what Tucker is doing, and whatever Republicans were hoping that the Republican majority would do, what they're doing is basically uh, doing Tucker Carlson's. Um, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're bringing Tucker Carlson his coffee. Um, they're acting as his, uh, as his gophers, and that—that's the political reality of the moment.
3: None of this would be happening, Charlie. What's happening? People get to see videotape that the January 6th Select Committee, that you were so fond of, withheld? Are, are you, I mean, this is crazy stuff. This is really pretty wild. Here was Tucker last night um, playing a clip from the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, who continues to regurgitate the absolute provable lie that five police officers died on January 6th. Five police officers did not die. They were not killed. There weren't five law enforcement deaths on January 6th. Listen to this.
7: Over a hundred officers were assaulted on that day. Five officers died.
1: Five officers died on that day. Now, that's just not some guy on Twitter. That's the attorney general of the United States. That's a man whose honesty is central to his job. If you had a choice between IQ and integrity in an attorney general, of course, you would go with integrity because it's essential. But Joe Biden's attorney general, Merrick Garland, is a liar. He just lied about something that is provably false. Who are these five officers who were, quote, killed that day? Notice he didn't tell you. No one ever tells you. No one ever shows you their autopsies. They don't want any detail. They just want the slogan. Now, they're counting Brian Sicknick. That's a lie. But who are the other four? Well, those are four officers who killed themselves after January 6th. In some cases, long after January 6th. But their suicides, we know for a fact, were the result of the Republican mob at the Capitol. It's just just false. And it's not some esoteric... Fact, that fact is available to anyone who has Internet access. No police officers died that day on January 6th. None. Not one. So now we've got the Attorney General
3: condemning Fox News. You had the Senate Majority Leader this week condemning Fox News. You've got Biden condemning Fox News. They're all setting their sights on the most widely viewed cable news network in America. That's chilling. That's really, really chilling stuff. Scary stuff. And incidentally, Tucker, of course, is correct. The the talking point of the five officers that Merrick Garland is using, you can can prove that four police officers plus Brian Sicknick, who died of a stroke and natural causes, the other four, died because of the riot that day? All right, well, then let's go down that path. How many Trump supporters committed suicide since January 6th? I know of the one guy that they persecuted uh, who was one of the January 6th participants. He killed himself. Does he count? Are there more? I'll bet you Merrick Garland isn't going to reference. I mean, there are thousands of people there that day. Statistically, how many people have committed suicide? from a crowd of, what, 10,000 people? Maybe 20, 50? I don't know. And Merrick Garland is not some talking head who's desperate to get on TV like the rest of these clowns on cable news. He's the Attorney General. The Attorney General of the United States trying to apparently shut down Fox News Channel. You know, here's a really great text message from... Pennsylvania on the My Pillow text line, which is 655 Mike. We always invite you to to send us a note when something catches your fancy. All the news media outlets lied daily about Donald Trump, and he didn't try to take him off the air. He didn't try to shut him down. You know what? You know the worst he did. Come to think of it, he called them fake news. Oh, not that. No, don't call us fake news. He didn't make any effort, like Chuck Schumer did, to censor them. Not once. He didn't shut them down. He was the President of the United States. This is a very revealing week. And we haven't even gotten to the former CDC director, Robert Redfield, and what he said yesterday on Capitol Hill. We're going to get to that later this hour. In the meantime, I hope we get to you. Join me, 1-800-655-MIKE. And I'm, I'm searching for Sasquatch. I'm looking for the Loch Ness Monster. I want to find one listener who can call this show and tell me that all the criticism about Tucker Carlson's coverage of this is right, is justified. Tell me why you don't want to see truth. Tell me why you're afraid of truth. Tell me why you don't want to see videotape that has previously not been seen. I'd love to know. I'm searching for you. Here in the ReliefFactor.com studios, 800-655-MIKE, 800-655-6453. Hope you join us.
2: You jam our talk lines every day. And we're glad you do. So if you have something on your mind and you can't get through, leave us a voicemail. Call 800-655-MIKE and press Option 2 to get it off your chest. And maybe on the air on the Mike Gallagher Show.
4: It was an easy call this morning, Mike. Yeah. Is Topol? Time Topol at 86. Yep. Wow. He's and, still uh, around. Here's huh? the thing. I, I mean, I sort of knew. So Topol, of course, as Tevye in Fiddler on the Roof, one of the great plays, one of the great movies. It's a formative my movie dream, for me. My dream, dream role. role. Oh, you, my it, bucket it list happen. role.
3: It will well, absolutely I happen. I almost got to do it. Yeah. And they can't get the rights to it. No. Go ahead, tell us about Topol, Well, no, Topol Topo
4: passes away at 86, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, I'm watching Fiddler on the Roof in a theater when I'm 13, and I know that he had already done it on Broadway, I, I guess it was well, not, Zero Mostel was first,
3: I guess? No, Zero Mostel originated it, but right. wait a minute, is he alive or is he no, dead? No, he
4: passed away overnight. And he's eight, oh. he was eighty six, and of course he did all kinds of other things. But he will forever be Tevia in Fiddler on yeah. the Roof. And I'm sitting there he thinking, okay, but it, which in which he plays a kind of an old an older man, Anna Tevka, and if I were a rich man,
3: father of five, he I have was, five daughters. Exactly. I'd be a great Topol. So I mean, a, a you great Tevya. It would
4: be awesome. And but he's doing this get, in the movie. In the movie, he's doing this at the age of thirty six.
3: Yep, yep. No, he doesn't so look like just,
4: oh, 30-something. And then and he had yep. been on the West End of Broadway. He was, he'd, as you said, Zero Mostel first on Broadway in 1964. But yep. then Topol uh, on the West End in London in 1967. What a career. What a guy. And that was yep. obviously something I was going to offer to Showbiz Mike on this yeah. Thursday, Thursday morning. So how I'm thinking you?
3: about a London trip in a few weeks. I'm, I may do a West End trip, you know, because I, I love seeing the West End. There's some a whole bunch of cool shows over there. Back to the future is going to become a Broadway musical. Oh, gosh. I know, I know. Ne- does but, this hey,
4: ever work out well where TV shows really. or popular movies or stuff, uh-huh. they say, hey, let's make a Broadway play out of this. And everybody like Cat, and goes, oh, I like Back to the Future. Let me go. Not
3: really. Uh, not really. But I'd still be interested. I'd still I'd still go. I'd still go. Yeah, well, we'll see. I don't know. I, I may work that out for my April vacation. You're on vacation next week. Next week, Correct. You know, we are in a moment, aren't we? Gosh. I, uh, if... If Tucker Carlson survives this, this will be one of the great miracles of of modern popular culture. I don't know. I mean, they are they are absolutely coming apart at the seams. Left some on the right, uh, before you not really. I mean, well, some Republicans, but that doesn't mean some on the right.
4: I mean, I know what you mean. I know what that's true. Mitch McConnell is not on the right. Uh, no, know. there's a but there's like even John Kennedy, oh, quick, Senator John Kennedy, not another waited. not another word. Mitch McConnell, God love him, healing. He had a, a nasty fall in a hotel yep. last night, and he's in the hospital. And we pray for his complete complete recovery. You bet. So, but you continue. Bet. I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: Absolutely, no. But there's a you know they they've been trotting out a number of Republicans who are pushing back against a narrative that Tucker isn't even telling. He's not pretending there wasn't violence that day. He's never said that. He's shown the violence the last three nights. Incidentally, ratings-wise, check this out. Tuesday night, Fox News scored 6 times more viewers than CNN Shocker. in primetime 6 times people are watching which is they that are. that's the good news about this at least people are paying attention mm-hmm. as senator ron johnson put it maybe the narrative about january 6th is going to change you know it's going to morph people why would people not want to be able to see Other versions of what happened that day. You know, you know. I do know. Well, well,
4: I'll I'll try first and see, and then you can edit and fine-tune, because Democrats have enjoyed for two years the narrative that says Trump and his voters have blood on their hands from a deadly insurrection on January 6th, and Tucker is providing extensive
3: evidence that that narrative is a lie. It is. It really is, and it's been—but it is. There are—I mean, it is— Earthquake uh, proportion in terms of reactions. I mean, of course, the other cable news networks are, are salivating. And there is a, you know, the conventional wisdom that they're, the, the narrative they're telling is somebody's heads are going to wind up rolling. Suzanne Scott, who's the CEO, really, of Fox News, From she reports this? directly. Huh? What, from yep. this? Oh. What? I, No, I mean- no. Well, from the lawsuit. I mean, I, oh, the Dominion because thing, the lo- I, I the Dominion I thing is that. now but that but the Dominion thing is happening. And the timing of that is perfect because they're they're leaking now all of these texts and private emails and Damn. stuff uh, that make Tucker look bad. And they're trying to take private conversations that Tucker and Sean and Laura had. And they're using that to bludgeon them with it. Well, and what, what, uh, it wasn't
4: this, Isn't there a famous Tucker text about Trump and I hate him with a passion or a vengeance yeah, or something like know, that? You
3: know, and I, I mean, hope I they
4: know. never find our texts. Yeah. You know, from one day. Oh, I, I oh, hope our, they never. are just going to be playfully inappropriate humor. That's the worst. I mean, please. You know, uh,
3: no, but but we could express an opinion in the moment. You know, it's an interesting but, thing. A yeah, lot of people are it, running it's, with this narrative. It's never that be oh, something they, that, go ahead, you first. Well, I, but I don't know that it wouldn't be something. that Not yes. everything you and I say to each other, we'd want to say on the air. And and to take a, a comment, I don't know if he was exasperated. They're running with a narrative that Tucker routinely lies to his audience and represents something that he doesn't really feel in real life because Dominion leaked one text yep. about him being frustrated with Trump in the moment. Right. Uh, I would argue that the the that the good he's done uh, on behalf of of Trumpism and, oh, and the whole movement, Magus, way out outshines one text. But they're like, look, see, he said he hates Trump. Uh, well, he's exasperated me. I don't know. I mean, I, I, again. You wouldn't want our texts to go public, but in, Mark. okay? But let's stipulate that no one would want
4: every text, every private conversation, nope. every joke in a bar, every. That's why there's public life and private life and different uh, concentric and Dominion circles. Dominion
3: has been on a mission but, to, but, to, to 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 just explore or exploit their right, private right. right. Lives but here, there's a big but. Discovery.
4: There's a, there's a there's a big but here, as Pee Wee used to say. There's a big but, and that but is there's never anything that I've texted you or you've texted me that reveals a belief that is wholly opposite of something we've said on the air. You've never te- think- you never texted me and said Biden's a pretty good president. I've never texted you uh, and 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 said that uh, you know, that, that Obama
3: Obama years were pretty okay.
4: I mean it's, it's
3: Eh. I don't think I don't think one text does that in Tucker's case. I don't think the fact that he was maybe exasperated in the moment. Right. Uh, listen, the timing of this is intentional. This isn't a of coincidence. Of course it is. They're trying to take him down. He's, They're doing he's everything he they will can. He'll be fine. He'll be totally fine. And this
4: week, the narrative is that releasing this January sixth stuff is somehow damaging to him, damaging to the Fox brand. It's the best thing that's ever happened to him, and it's an enormous okay. boost to the Fox.
3: brand. Brand. All right. I I tend to agree with you, but Megan Kelly and her podcast made an interesting point. Hmm. Why aren't they spending much time on other Fox News shows talking about this ah, extraordinary ah. reveal of these ah. January 6th surveillance videos? Because they're not. I don't, and Megan's mm-hmm. point is, hey, okay. Fox News, right. either Only. own it or don't. Either own it or don't. Either be all over, be all about it, mm-hmm. all in, or don't. And and I, it's an interesting point. It, I'm trying to remember if, if everyone is
4: watching. Jesse or Hannity or Laura... Have they have they totally avoided it? Haven't there's been has there been, has there totally been some ancillary it. gap? but maybe that's been more about uh, you know, McCarthy releasing the video in the first place to. to yeah. them. So but 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 you've asked a fascinating media strategy question. And maybe it is their. I mean, let's just let me just see here. Maybe it's their strategy to let Tucker walk the point for this so that the right. network can say we did it. Tucker Garner's. it was his staff that went through 40 some hours of stuff and everybody Boy, else can awesome. do can do borders and fentanyl and, and the other topics of the day.
3: I Perhaps. I mean, there's definitely uh, – l- listen, these guys are, are under a microscope right now, and every decision they make is going to be scrutinized. It's a tough it, – th- this is a tough needle to thread. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I, I, and I've, I've questioned the way – for example, a couple weeks ago we talked about the five. You told me, virtually ignoring – Trump completely. Yep. Uh, a big a big speech. He what was that for? That was a speech he what gave he during done? the day. Oh, he, oh, he went. To, Trump, Trump went to uh, Palestine. He's Palestine. Palestine, Ohio, and, they, they and ignored not one it. word about it on the five. How can that be? That was crazy. I mean, you got Paul Ryan on the board there at Fox News. Mm. I mean. I'm telling you what, I'm so glad I can speak freely now because I got out of there just in time. I left Fox News in 2016, oh. and I am so glad I did. Did you ever, <laughs> but the reasoning you gave us, and, for, and for the, there was a reason why Mike
4: Gallagher was a Fox News contrib- a, a contributor, as it's called, right? Contributor. contributor. Oh, yeah. No, it's because you're, cause you're great, and your takes are always fantastic, and they were lucky to have you. What you always told me that you you, you, your quote has always been I'm a radio guy and of course now Salem News Channel you're known all over the place so we're all you know you're all TV guys now but at the time it was like I do a radio show and I don't necessarily need to be recognized more fervently on the streets of New York and so you decided to come away from the TV contributor thing uh, which always made sense to me here's my question to you about that did you ever have a concern that someday they would call you and and to come have it to come say something, you would never say something you didn't believe. We've established that. But was it was it ever like, wow, this might be uncomfortable because maybe there's a view I have that they don't want?
3: No, no, no. In fact, it's interesting. Over the years, they've called me a number of times to come back to mm-hmm. do an appearance on one of the shows, and I'm like, I, well, don't, dude, I, I love it. I love you guys. I just I'm a radio guy. I don't want to do you know. And, and okay. it's it's absolutely out of convenience, and it's abs. I don't have. The driving, burning desire to be on TV. And I, I don't say that disparagingly well, no, about colleagues and friends who do. No, But I will tell you, it's an aphrodisiac. People love it. It's, it's like, oh my I, gosh.
4: You know the reason it's cool? You know the reason I love it? You know the reason it's cool? Is it? It's, it's if it's one person, five people, 35 people who go, who's that guy? And they listen to the show? Oh well, yeah, hooray me!
3: Well, that's arguably, and I and I don't know that that formula necessi- i don't know if it necessarily translates. to people who see you on TV might want, listen to your I radio show or whatever. Know. But what I what I know is, as old and cranky as selfish as I am, <laughs> that one night that I spent five hours on delay waiting, I was with Lou Dobbs one night, right. and it was delayed because of a Trump rally, and it was a miserable night. And I was tired, and I was cranky, <laughs> oh, and I did. And when they put me finally on, I was on for forty-five seconds. I and thought no, that's oh, it. I'm I'm out. I'm out. done. Which, I called my agent. And said I ain't doing this anymore. I got enough to do during the day with Rhea. And of course, there is the little matter of the guy dumping the milkshake on me in the diner oh, on 42nd. The, oh, the, there
4: are hazards to being re- being recognized in uh, you know in in Coppell is different than being recognized in Midtown in Manhattan. Midtown Manhattan, which does Big take me, difference. which does take me 60 seconds. So I did Cuomo the other night, which you famously had and nice things to say about. and it looked pretty good too, didn't it? Looked like I was in a cool studio setting. Yeah, I thought uh, you were oh, in your no, room, no, no, right? no, 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 no. The choices are so the guy call, the guy texts me it's like right after the show on Monday, Tuesday to do the Scott Adams segment, and I was there. There are two choices: either uh, a guy can come to my house and set up in my home office and disrupt my household for an hour and a half, and if the dogs bark, I'm screwed, and we have high ceilings, so it's cavernous sound, the audio is terrible. Or I've got to drag butt to some studio in Addison where it can look better and sound better. But it's like okay, I want to play ball with these people, and. But they say they look for a studio, said, oh, we're having a tough time finding one. I said, oh, okay, maybe next time. Moments later, they call back and they say, we've got a guy. He's bringing a van to your house. And inside that van is a mobile, complete studio with our backdrop. I did that hit from the front yard of my house. Oh it, wow! It well, they all did that. Tremendous. In Fox. I, it was that's it was really awesome. cool. I walked out I've the front heard door. About of that. This. the house yeah. was unmolested. The dogs could bark and no, nobody cares. And I sat in a little chair and a, and a guy named uh, 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 Trey Rolf's, a wonderful uh, uh, freelance camera guy, got himself a van. It's totally blacked out. I'm in there. He's Where got do the they lights plug in there. In? Uh, it, it, it's it's a van. I mean, it's it's totally it's got batteries on How's top it of batteries. Uh, it, it's, it's battery powered. It's, well, sure. You don't have to plug in the van. I mean, you know, it's. Uh, well, it's, I mean, got all that equipment, don't you? Oh, absolutely and everything. They're, they're,
5: yeah, I, I, I probably we'll have see, brain
3: cancer from all the batteries he had in that thing. But but I've heard that during the pandemic, a lot of the Fox News hosts did that. They yep. had vans in their driveways, mm-hmm. and they were the and they're these real state of the art. I've never seen one of those before. I it's think it's really
4: remarkable. Cool. It was the best. So that's what we can do is we can send one of those to your uh,
3: luxurious Florida driving.
4: condo. Nope.
3: Nope, and no the, room. And you to just park. can
4: walk out in your slippers. Nope. Oh,
3: you don't have to wear pants. Nope. We've established nope. that. There's and no uh, room. <laughs> no room. No TV no, right. for me. Hey, by the way, quick footnote to something you were talking about with Michael Irvin because mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by this yeah, story. Buddy. I'm with you. You don't you, if you're a guilty guy doesn't react the way no. he's been reacting. Mm-mm. And he's got eyewitnesses that say that it was an absolute friendly casual confrontation. Um, you know the did you know that they kicked him out of the hotel? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. They kicked him out. See, I didn't realize. I knew that he did lose his duties that weekend for Super Bowl. Sure did. Uh, But they also kicked him out of the hotel. To me, that would be one of the worst indignities of all. To say you got a, you're moving out of the hotel because one of our employees has accused you of something. No, that it, I guess very the, well, the, may the, be a the, false accusation. The, and,
4: and, well, and that's why he's suing them, among other reasons, for one hundred million. million dollars. Yep. And I and I don't know. And I I always try to give benefit of the doubt to everybody. And maybe the hotel figures if they don't do that, or if the, his his broadcast employers don't suspend him, it makes them look cavalier or dismissive about a woman's accusations. So it's, a, it's know, a crazy
3: scenario, yep. isn't it? Isn't it the worst? nightmare for anybody, man or woman for that matter, yep. to be falsely accused. I mean, think about how your life could go right down the drain yep. if somebody decides they're going to destroy you and they're going to make a false accusation. Absolutely. And that's why so many people are so careful about being alone well, with a woman in an and, and they should be or, careful and
4: michael in his news conference he got a little teary-eyed and said what does this mean what does this mean i can't casually meet anybody i can't shake a hand i can't if any woman comes toward me and wants me to sign a jersey or just wants to say thanks for those super bowl rings i gotta go ah get away from me woman is that the life I, i'm supposed to now lead and it takes me to billy graham or mike pence who says i won't even get into an elevator with a woman alone uh, i won't do it because you never can and, tell and, what and, might and happen if, is that the and if you're is that a the celebrity
3: world? And if you're a celebrity and you're dismissive and you don't want to say hi to somebody, yeah, then, then, then then you're, they go then on you're a prima donna. Then you're then you're a, a jerk. jerk. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're a Ta-da. jerk, and you and you look go. how mean that person is. So, what a time to be alive. All right. Happy Thursday, my happy friend. Happy Thursday, Mike, and it'll be happier
4: when that show of his begins. So make get a part of your day as well. Mike Gallagher show at ten. Soon as we're done, right here on six
0: sixty a.m. The answer.